goodness, I just listened to the first episode after a long time and I cringed a little. I thought maybe it would be a good idea to read old journal entries. That could be the podcast. It's old journal entries. But unfortunately, at the beginning of the year, uh, we bought a house. And at the old house, I went through and purged a bunch of stuff, including old journals that I've had for years and years. Uh, I went through them all. A lot of them were very depressing. And I thought, oh, I just need to get rid of this and go figure when I feel like I finally found a use for them. Uh, I've they're gone. I can't use them now. I got rid of them. So uh, I had in another original episode too. It dealt with a certain project I have been trying to work on for years, to be honest. And I procrastinated. I wanted the said project to be finished. I thought this would be a great motivation to finish my said project. My said project could be episode three. And episode two would be all about the process. And that didn't happen. I didn't finish the project. I didn't even do a second episode. Also, about after the first few days of the podcast, I saw I had one listener and I got excited. And then I would check back obsessively for like a month and it never increased. And today, which is like four months later, I decided to just look at it because it popped in my head. And I got, drum roll, five listens. And I got re-inspired. Which in reality is so stupid. So stupid. Because the whole point of this was to push myself creatively, no matter who heard it, even if nobody heard it. It was just for myself, but I obviously let my ego get in the way and I let the amount of listeners deter me from pushing and moving forward. Um, and that has a lot to do with that journal entry in the first episode. I, I'm just going to end up repeating the whole thing, but you know. I have these big ideas. I have these things I want to do. Well, who am I doing it for? Am I truly doing it for myself? Or am I doing it because I want other people to have some sort of awe and admiration? So as I stated already, there was a creative project I was working on. It had to do with It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Uh, my husband and I are big fans. He introduced me to the show. I had a dream years ago uh, in about 2018, so I guess not that long ago, that I dreamt an entire It's Always Sunny episode. I woke up out of a dead sleep and I wrote it down because at the time when I had it, it was so detailed and it was so profound and the plot, there was just so much in it that I, when I woke up, I thought, oh my God, this could be an episode of Always Sunny. Literally, at the end of the episode, in my dream, it won like an award. <laughs> it was just so stupid. So I'm like, wow, naturally, if it won an award in my dream, it'll win an award in real life. No. But uh, there are facets of it that fit in with continuity of the show. Uh, and then there are facets that do not. 
a big thing is in my dream, it ships Dee and Charlie. And even in just this past season, season 14, there's the episode Dee and Charlie like spend the day together. She's trying to be a social media influencer. Uh, We know that there's the episode where the gang breaks up and Dee and Charlie hang out that day and they start doing the Def Jam poetry. They realize that they only treat each other crappy because of the rest of the gang's influence. And, um, you know, they kiss. We don't really know what more happens after that kiss, but it's implied that something happened between them. We don't know if they slept together. We don't know if it was just the kiss. We don't really know. Uh, So when I had this dream, it was right after it was season 12. Charlie sleeps with the waitress and now his obsession with her has started to diminish. Uh, The end of season 12 honestly felt like a series finale to me, but that's another topic. So when I had this dream, the concept made a lot more sense. I wanted to write the script and I genuinely did want to send it to Glenn, Charlie, and um, Rob because I thought it had that much potential. But the truth be told, I got lazy and then I became afraid of rejection and uh, I didn't do it. I didn't follow through. And that's a big part of this podcast. Accountability of following through on creative projects. No matter what the fear is, no matter what the rejection is, what the risk is. Because I have had good ideas in the past that I've abandoned, much like I started to do with this podcast. And then I ended up seeing them fleshed out in other ways. And I have two examples in particular. One of them is, one of them is Twilight. In seventh grade, I came up with an idea of a vampire story. A vampire who's in love with a mortal, who's just willing to risk his secret immortal life for this mere mortal. And it was something I'd never seen before in a vampire story. It was always that the vampires were still evil and had ulterior motives and I thought what if there was a vampire that was sweet and didn't have ulterior motives and genuinely loved the human that's not anything I've seen before and again I was in like sixth grade I remember writing out a couple pages and of course it didn't go anywhere Uh, then here is another idea that might sound unbelievable And it was Inception. Now, I did not come up with the entire Inception plot. But I, at that time, when I wrote it, I thought there, I had not seen many stories about dreams. Uh, There was so much stuff in waking life. And I thought, what about something in dream world? So my idea is different, but it came across similar. And again, when Inception came out, I started kicking myself. Why didn't I pursue that idea when I had it? So that takes me back to my fear. My fear of thinking if something does not execute perfectly the first time, that means it is garbage. And I totally did that again with this podcast. After a week, I'm like, ooh, one view. Are there more? No. Check again. No. Check again. No. 
and it was nothing. And I thought, epic fail, my ideas are shit, and I'm not doing anything again. So a part of this podcast that I had intended was to inspire me and perhaps others to think about the process, not the end results. Think about how the things that we want take effort and work and changing from that fixed mindset to that growth mindset. Okay, this didn't work. What's the next approach I can take? And that if it doesn't go off without a hitch the very first time, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Just do it. Just tweak it. Just fix it and make it keep doing it until you want it to be where you're at. That was another reason for one thing I wanted it to be about. Because as I stated already, I wanted it to be a creative outlet. I wanted it to be something where I just put my voice out there and if people like it, fine. And if they don't, that's fine too. I was listening to a different podcast a while ago and it was talking about the negative thoughts in your head and majority of the time we can identify the voice of the person who is the negative thought in your head somebody in your life and they said think about that person whose voice it is and ask yourself did they ever take risks now we're talking about these are the people that when you tell them an idea they say that won't work that's stupid it's gonna fail what are you doing that for Why do you want to do that? You know it's not going to be successful, right? And my voice is my grandmother. She was the person that I remember one time in my early 20s, I expressed that I wanted to move to Florida. I live in the cold Midwest near the Great Lakes. It's cold. It's snowy. We have long winters. I get really depressed. I said to her, I was thinking of possibly moving to Florida. And she replied, we all have things we would like to do, but we don't always get to do them. And I'm thinking, "Uh, okay, I just said I'm thinking of moving out of state. Why is that something that I won't be able to do? I don't have anything holding me back. I I did have a, a child. She was little though she she wasn't in school or anything and I didn't have a career I didn't have anything any real roots holding me down and then so that I thought of that and I'm thinking about this voice thing and um I'm thinking you know she herself got married right out of high school She might have even dropped out of high school to get married. She immediately started popping out babies. And she's been a mom and a grandma. Um, The suburb I grew up in has a home days with like a parade and everything. And um, I've been going since I was little. And my grandmother and I took my daughter there when she was little we would go. And I remember we're waiting to cross the street and this older gentleman's standing at the crosswalk with us. And he 
asks my grandmother, have you lived here long? And she said, "Uh, all my life. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you've lived in this town your entire life? You're like close to 90 and you've lived in this town your whole, are you kidding me? So why would I expect this woman who lived in a small town her whole life, the same town, raised a family there, raised grandkids there, immediately out of high school. What does she know about risks? And why do I expect her to be supportive of any risk that I want to take? And that really resonated with me. Because uh, the whole point of this is just to kind of throw off the voices in your head and the people telling you that's dumb, no, you can't. And just take some of those risks, obviously outweigh the risk and the reward, but creative risks, take them, take them all. That is what I want to accomplish through this podcast. I also cannot decide exactly what the creative risks are. I, at some point, I want to write my script. I really want to delve deep into my sunny script. And I would love to just put it out there because it's been weighing on my mind for so long. And look, four months more, four more months went by that I talked about doing this and it didn't happen. Like, what am I waiting for? How much time needs to pass before I just do it? And that's like so many things in our life. We have an idea of something. We have a goal. And we go, oh, that's so far away. A year from now, I'm going to see the results. Or five years from now, I'm going to see the results. Or even six months from now. And we think, oh, I don't have the time for that. But then time passes. You're not doing much with that time. And before you know it, you are at that point that you were, that you were talking about a year prior saying, oh, it's going to take so long to get to this point. And it's like, here we are. This is it. This is the point. And nothing has changed. You didn't do anything different. And that's what I'm trying to stop doing. But it takes consecutive, um, consistent efforts to do something daily to achieve a goal. And that's something that I am learning, wanting to work on. So at some point, I don't want to say next episode again, because it's not realistic and it's not going to happen. And I'm just setting myself up for failure. But at some point, and I am going to need to make a goal deadline. At some point, I am going to write this sunny script and I'm going to unleash it to the world. I don't want to talk much about it because I am afraid my idea is going to get stolen, which might sound silly because there's my ego again. Like, is it really that great of an idea that somebody's going to steal it? Probably not. But maybe. What if it is? I don't know. I don't. That's not a risk I'm willing to take. So I'm hoping that in this podcast, I can work on inspiring myself to take creative risks, put the creative risks out there, and then maybe inspire other people to take creative risks. 
all while being entertaining at the same time, which sounds like a lot. And that sounds like something that's very difficult to do, but that's my goal. 